Welcome to the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, online nutritionist, weight loss coach, and hormone fixer-upper. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of information and inspiration, sharing with you simple and effective strategies from health, wealth, and all things personal growth. Get ready to become the master of your hormones and experience vibrant health to live a life of more power and possibility. Welcome back, everybody, and happy belated Thanksgiving to all my Canadian listeners. We celebrated Thanksgiving long weekend here, and I hope you guys had an amazing weekend. It was pretty fabulous. We had some friends over on Saturday, and we kind of had like a Thanksgiving brunch, which was pretty awesome, and we did like a potluck with our friends. It was really great. And then on Sunday, we headed up to the cottage, and we did Thanksgiving up there, and we just stayed one night there. And It's always so great driving up to the cottage. There's always this like, oh, I got to get in the car for like three or four hours, but the drive is always so beautiful and you can see like all the beautiful leaves and everything changing colors. It's so pretty, but the drive back in traffic, not so fun, but it is what it is. So that was our weekend. It was really, really great. And I hope you guys cooked up the, actually it's technically a no bake recipe I made a no-bake pumpkin peanut butter pie last week, and it was delicious. The recipe is over on the blog. If you did not make it, well, then you better make it now. It's so good. And for all my U.S. friends, your Thanksgiving is coming up in a few weeks, so you can definitely go and make this recipe for your Thanksgiving. It's so delicious, and it's so incredibly easy to make. So head on over to holisticwellness.ca forward slash pumpkin peanut butter pie. It was so easy, and And it's gluten-free, dairy-free. It's pretty low sugar, although I did use some cookies, like store-bought gluten-free cookies that do have some sugar in it. So the only sugar is really in the crust and it's delicious, guys. You're going to love it. So head on over to the site and you can bake that up. And again, it's a no-bake recipe. You don't bake anything. You just whip everything together in the blender and put it in the fridge and let it chill. And it's pretty delicious. I think you guys are going to love it. And then if you do make it, be sure to tag me over on Instagram at Holistic Wellness Foodie and share with me your food pics because you know I love seeing them and love seeing what you guys are baking and what recipes you're creating. Okay, so today we are doing a bit of a quickie episode, and I wanted to talk about a really important test, and it's a test that we run in our practice with all of our clients for a lot of our clients that come on board and work with us in sort of more of our, I guess, like VIP coaching who work with us for maybe three or four months or, of course, longer. We do run a full metabolic panel, and we look at liver enzymes and cholesterol, and we look at red blood cells and TSH and you know a whole bunch of things we look at. And we really want to see, and of course, one of the important tests that we test for is your CRP, which is what we're talking about today. And this is a really important test that you can ask your doctor for. And so it's a test that really is, it's a marker for inflammation. And so why I wanted to talk about it today is because, you know, we work with a lot of one-on-one clients and we run a metabolic panel. And of course, we also do Dutch hormone testing with our clients as well. So we get this really nice overview of what's going on with the blood work, what's going on with hormones and all of this. And it really helps us to put together our protocols and everything like that. And so I wanted to dive into this today because, you know, 
we run this test a lot and there's a lot of clients where the tests come back and their CRP is quite high. And it's important to really know what CRP is and and how it can really help to really essentially save your life. And your doctor should be running this test for you. And if he or she is not, then definitely go ask, ask them for it. And, you know, sometimes I know it can be like pulling teeth sometimes to get your doctor to run specific labs, but if they're not going to run the test, then you definitely want to find a practitioner who you can work with, who can actually run these tests. So luckily, you know, we work with clients globally at Holistic Wellness. And so we work with a lot of Canadian clients and we also have a lot of clients in the US and we can run a lot of these great tests for our US clients as well. So we have access to all of this, which is wonderful. So if you're stuck and you do want to come on board and work with us in a bigger capacity in our coaching program. And whether it's, you know, diabetes, PCOS, PMS, menopause, infertility, and weight loss is also a really big one that we work with, then come on board and we can also run all these tests for you. Okay. So CRP, it stands for C-reactive protein, and it's been used as a marker of inflammation in the body. And so high CRP levels are found in practically every known inflammatory state. So even if you have no symptoms of disease, elevated CRP levels may signal an increased risk for practically all degenerative disorders, including cardiovascular disease, cancer, diabetes, and more. And so the good thing is, you can test it and then you can find out what your levels are at and then take the right steps to lower your CRP if it happens to be high. And so we've had a lot of clients who, you know, we've done their CRP testing, you know, a lot of them fall within range and they're great and their their CRP is low, but we have others where their CRP is really, really high. And you know, it's a scary thing because like I said, it can really be an indication for things like cardiovascular disease and heart disease and cancer and diabetes. And so What's crazy is so many of these clients that we're working with, they had no idea that this test was even an option. For example, we have a lot of clients that already come our way that have, you know, hypothyroidism and have gained like 30 or 50 pounds in literally a year and they're dealing with a lot of chronic pain, or we have a lot of like diabetics that we're working with. We have women with PCOS, like, you know, women who are dealing with a lot of these symptoms. And it's just alarming to me that their doctor is not running their CRP tests so that we can check for inflammation. And so they're often alarmed knowing like, you know, how high their numbers are. But the good news is that we get them on their protocols. We get them on a meal plan. We help their weight come off. We help get them off of their medication. We go and retest their blood work, you know, in anywhere from six to eight to 12 weeks down the road. And sure enough, their CRP levels come down and they come down significantly. So I want you to know that if you do the CRP test and you notice that it's high, you can take the right steps to lower it. It's totally possible. So you really want to be proactive with your health and take preventative measures because this is the best way to decrease your chances for developing chronic disease and inflammation. And you know, I know prevention, it doesn't sound very sexy. And sometimes I will joke with people that what I really sell for a living is prevention and no one is really interested in prevention. But I do got to say, you know, lately, it's interesting in the past, I'd say like 60 days, it's really awesome how many younger women like in their 20s have come forward and have started working with myself and my team. And they're interested in doing the Dutch test. They 
want to get off the birth control pill. They want to support their hormones. They're feeling like shit. Their, their symptoms are really, you know, starting to impact their quality of life. And they know that in the future, they want to feel great. They want to get the weight off. They want to have a healthy pregnancy. And they're really starting that process now. And it's so amazing to see that. So I love that. So if you're listening to this, it doesn't matter your age. You just, if you feel like shit, it's no way to live. It's no way to be. Don't hesitate to reach out and let's chat and come aboard and, you know, let's really take the steps to help address these symptoms that you're feeling. And so what exactly is CRP? It is a marker for inflammation and it's manufactured throughout the body and found in immune cells, the liver, and also in fat cells. So typically you will have higher levels of CRP if you have like an acute injury or an infection that goes on, right? So imagine like you break your hand, your wrist, your arm, or something like that, right? Well, you're going to have elevated levels of CRP because that's an acute thing. And that's a good thing, right? Because as you have this acute injury or infection, there are certain inflammatory molecules that come along to help speed the healing process and they work to destroy any invading organisms. However, when your CRP is chronically elevated, then this is what can contribute to really destructive chronic inflammation. And this is where things like, we can see a lot of these inflammatory disorders show up like rheumatoid arthritis or Crohn's disease, cardiovascular disease, inflammatory bowel disease, things like that. And in one study, there was a study done that, you know, was showing women with the highest CRP levels had a 16 fold risk for developing diabetes compared to those who had the lowest levels, which is pretty scary. And so again, you know, CRP, it's linked with a lot of cardiovascular related conditions. So even things like high blood pressure or atherosclerosis, which is known as hardening of the arteries. So doing this simple test, it's just this one simple blood test. It can really help to, you know, lead you on this path to doing a lot of preventative and holistic measures to support, you know, support things before they get worse. Okay. So now weight. Okay. What about weight? Cause this is often a question that I get from a lot of the clients that I work with is that, is their weight going to impact their CRP levels? So unfortunately, most individuals who are overweight tend to produce more inflammatory compounds. So yes, I do often find that if you're carrying excess weight and we're talking about, you know, excess unhealthy weight, right? Sometimes I have clients that come forward and come our way and they're like, you know, I just want to, I just have this goal, like have that last five pounds to lose. I'll be honest, those are typically not the women we're working with. We're working with women who are really dealing with, you know, anywhere from 20 plus pounds of weight where it's really starting to impact their quality of life. And it's really also starting to impact their mental and emotional state. And it's also really starting to impact things like their joint pain and their agility and how they move and whatnot. And so when you do have excess weight, you do produce more inflammatory compounds. So more abdominal fat produces what's called pro-inflammatory cytokines, which does lead to higher levels of CRP and increases your risk for developing disease. And so as you can see, your CRP is so important. It can tell you a lot about your health, about disease and inflammation. So 
Next question, obviously, is what can you do about it? So first, you need to go get your levels checked, okay? We have all of our clients get this test done, and we run a full panel, and we can look at not just their CRP, but we also look at things like their vitamin D, glucose, their fasting glucose, cholesterol, liver enzymes, and detoxification. And it's through the results of these labs that we can do a lot of customization with their supplements and their meal plan. And then secondly, you need to know what your levels should be. So typical optimal levels for CRP for everyone to strive for is for men specifically, you want it to be under 0.55 milligrams per liter. So that's specifically for men. And then in women, you want it under 1.0 milligrams per liter. Now we've had clients who have had levels as high as 25 right? Now that's pretty alarming, but through diet and again, with the right supplementation, like those numbers have dropped significantly. We had one client whose levels were at 25 and within eight weeks, her levels dropped to eight just by implementing her nutrition plan, her supplement plan, obviously some lifestyle strategies, really focusing on things like sleep, walking, getting outside in nature. In those eight weeks, she lost, I know it was over 20 pounds. I just don't know exactly how much. Like she lost a lot of weight pretty quickly, which again, to be clear, isn't always the norm. Okay. And when you lose a lot of weight, typically that quickly, it's not just weight that you're losing. It's not just body fat that you're losing, but literally your body is letting go of inflammation. And so when we retested her blood work, because there was a lot of alarming labs that were really out of range, when we retested everything came down significantly and a lot of her levels leveled out, which is really, really great. So the optimal range, like I said, is 0.55 milligrams per liter in men and 1.0 for women. Okay. The lowest risk range is obviously less than 1.0. The average risk is 1.0 to 3.0. And then the highest risk category is greater than 3.0. So imagine somebody having CRP levels as high as 25 when the highest risk category is greater than 3.0. Now, the other thing to keep in mind is that it can depend on what lab you go to. Different labs will have sometimes different lab ranges. And so even though that's the range I'm giving you, some ranges might be different with other labs. So just keep that in mind. But generally speaking, it's like really one and under, or even I would say like two and under is what you really want to see your levels at. Anything above that is when I start to really question. Okay. So considering... CRP is so closely related to cardiovascular risk and cancer. I'm sure you're wondering, okay, what can I actually do to lower it? And there are a very, you know, very few important things that you can do right now. So number one, exercise. This alone can help to lower your CRP levels, especially with those who are suffering with heart disease or any type of cardiovascular related condition. Now, this doesn't mean that you have to go and hit the gym seven days a week at this like all out intensity, but even something as simple as walking every day can be extremely helpful, which is what my client did. She was, you know, she had a lot of excess weight that she was carrying and going to the gym was just not going to happen for her. She was dealing with a lot of pain 
pain, a lot of inflammation. And so something just as simple as walking is what was really helpful for her. So if you can combine your walking with some kind of strength training, this would be even better. Not only will it support your inflammation, but will also help to support osteoporosis and your bone density. And so this can help prevent heart disease, it can slash your risk of cancer, of diabetes, and of course, inflammation. So that's a win-win right there. And then next up, of course, is your diet. Okay. This obviously matters specifically with a lot of, you know, type two diabetics that we work with their diet alone can help to manage their diabetes. And we've had, we've reversed so many type two diabetes in our practice. It's amazing simply just by diet alone. And so, you know, what you eat is pretty darn important. And you guys know, I've spoken about this so many times, quality matters here so, so much. So do your absolute best to avoid genetically modified foods, antibiotic and hormone induced animal products, be really conscious of, you know, over-consuming things like gluten and grains and dairy and of course, sugar. Okay. And then the other thing too, of course, with your animal products, you really want to focus on getting more pasture-raised grass-fed meats because they actually contain more anti-inflammatory compounds and a lot more omega-3s, right? So keep in mind, cows eat grass, they do not eat grains, and grain-fed cows do contain more omega-6 fatty acids, which are pro-inflammatory, and you really want to be conscious about avoiding that. Also, your veggies, make sure you're loading up on your veggies. You can have a combination of some raw and cooked veggies throughout the day. I love snacking sometimes on like cucumbers and I put a little bit of sea salt on cucumbers. It's so great. And the sea salt is also really great for your adrenal health as well cooking up or just making a large salad, not necessarily cooking a large salad, but making a large mixed green salad, throw in some arugula, which is so detoxifying and great for your liver, spinach loaded with magnesium and vitamin C and calcium as well. And then you can top your salad with some omega-3 rich wild salmon, super anti-inflammatory. That's an amazing lunch that you can have right there. And then basically repeat something like that for dinner and you are good to go. And then lastly, supplementation. So there's a lot of really great supplements that I do love to help support the inflammatory process and to help combat if somebody is dealing with high CRP and not just necessarily supplements, but also you know, essential oils as well. So one essential oil that I've been really obsessed with lately is the turmeric oil. And it's so incredibly powerful. Typically when you supplement with turmeric, you know, in supplement form, in capsule form, you're getting curcumin and curcumin is the active component of turmeric that is very anti-inflammatory. And it can actually help lower CRP by a huge 6.4 milligrams per liter. And that's huge. And so... That is definitely like the first supplement that I would go to, but in the oil form, you actually get not just the curcumin, but you're getting what's also called tumorones, which are really powerful and very anti-inflammatory. And so I love the turmeric oil. I put two drops into a veggie cap and then I take it every day, especially for myself. You know, I don't have elevated levels of CRP, which is great. Often with autoimmune, you can find that most people do have elevated levels, but in my case, my CRP is great, but there's still an inflammatory process going on, right? You know, my immune system is still triggered by things. It's very sensitive to different environmental toxins and whatnot. And so I just really want to 
be preventative. And I take the turmeric oil to really support gut health and inflammation and whatnot. And it's also got some really great antibacterial properties to it as well, which is important. So that's what I take. Again, like I said, you can take it in supplement form. You can also just use turmeric in your cooking. You know, you can simply add it to your scrambled eggs, which is sometimes what I do. You can make a great turmeric latte, which is really healing. And then you can add in some ginger, which is really amazing for helping to support CRP levels. And it's incredibly anti-inflammatory. And it also, there was a study done where ginger helped reduce CRP levels in diabetic adults, which is really amazing. So make your turmeric latte and add in some ginger and you've got like an amazing, powerful anti-inflammatory elixir right there. And of course you can combine like cinnamon in there, which is really great for blood sugar. So if you're dealing with blood sugar issues or insulin resistance, insulin resistant PCOS or diabetes, that's going to be a wonderful combination. And you can, you know, I add cinnamon to so many of my smoothies, especially this time of year. I'm not so drawn because it's colder outside. I'm not so drawn to making a cold smoothie, but I find that if I add enough ginger or cinnamon to the smoothie, then it really does warm it up for me. And so that's how I, I typically like to enjoy my smoothies during the fall and the winter months. Another supplement that's really beneficial is magnesium. This is one of my go-to minerals. It is my absolute favorite. It's really one of the most important minerals, and it is a supplement that can benefit so many things from PMS to inflammation, to sleep, to detoxification and stress. Magnesium serves so many important functions in the body and it is essential in building and maintaining strong bones as well, because it's needed to help drive the calcium into your bone. And so I really love taking magnesium by glycinate and I take it before bed I take roughly 400 milligrams before bed and it's just really great for sleep and for de-stressing. And it's also really great if you do have a lot of period cramps, but even just to help support PMS and any period symptoms that might show up for you, I will typically either like dose 600 or sometimes even 800 milligrams and just do a little bit extra a couple of days before I get my period. And it can be really, really helpful. And it's also really great for anybody who is dealing with heart disease um, or any kind of cardiovascular disease. And it can be really beneficial for supporting the heart as well. And then lastly, probiotics. I mean, we've heard all kinds of things about probiotics, how important they are, which is simply bacteria, right? We are made up of bacteria and much of that bacteria lives and thrives in our gut. If your gut flora is you know, high in bad bacteria, which can happen from eating too much sugar, from stress, from drinking alcohol, smoking, all kinds of things, you know, then this bad bacteria can essentially kind of take over and it starts to grow and it can cause a lot of gastrointestinal issues, digestive issues. It can affect your mineral and nutrient absorption. And so it's really important to have lots of really good bacteria, which you can get from taking a daily probiotic, but also from eating like kimchi or from sauerkraut. If you drink a little bit of low sugar kombucha, that can be helpful, but you just got to be careful because I do find there's a lot of sugar in kombucha. So just be conscious about that. But probiotics are really great. They can also help manage the inflammatory process, which is key. So having that really good, healthy back bacteria balance is, is essential for inflammation. And so 
That's it, guys. CRP. Go ask your doctor. Go get this test, your HSCRP. There's typically two ways. Sometimes you test your CRP or there's a little bit more advanced, which is your high sensitivity CRP. Either way, go get this test done. And it's really, really important. And having these numbers are so essential. And then it can really help you to take charge of your health and prevent disease by simply incorporating some really simple lifestyle shifts that I mentioned here today. I mean, adding some herbs and making elixirs, taking magnesium and probiotics, going outside for a walk, eating healthy, delicious foods that are rich in omega-3s. This obviously goes to show how important your fish oil is, right? Another supplement that I can add here. Fish oils are so incredible. They're loaded with those omega-3s that protect the heart, that protect the brain. In fact, they can lower your chances of getting a heart attack by 50%. And there's no pharmaceutical on the market that can actually do that. So your omega-3 fish oils are super important and another supplement I would definitely add to the list. So those are my suggestions. And also, you know, There's some really great essential oils like ginger essential oil. There's cinnamon essential oil. So if you're not interested in using them in like the herb form, obviously it's going to be way more potent using it in the essential oil form. And so you can also get the veggie capsules and you can put those into a capsule and just kind of make your own blend. Two drops ginger, two drops cinnamon, plus the turmeric. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. I just kind of thought of that right now. And so you can put those into a veggie cap and then just take that every day. And that will be really beneficial also for gut health and as well as for inflammation. And if you're interested in essential oils and you are an essential oil newbie, don't hesitate to reach out to me, Samantha at holisticwellness.ca. Just send me over an email. Let me know if you're an essential oil newbie. There's some amazing products that have recently been released by doTERRA this month. And if you've been thinking about ordering and wanting to get started with some of their oils, just send me an email. Let me know. We're starting up a really great essential oil community and group and getting some amazing, amazing women on our team. And it's just so amazing to share more of my knowledge about the oils as as I learn about them. I share with our community. And if you guys are interested, just send me over an email. All right. So that is today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, come hit me up over on Instagram at holistic wellness foodie. If you haven't left us a rating and a review, you can do so on any platform that you listen to us on. It means so, so much to us. And we always read your ratings and review. And it just means a lot knowing that we are actually making an impact and we're really helping to change everyone's health and hormones for the better. So thanks everybody for tuning in. I hope you have a fantastic week and I'll chat with you all next week. 